It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome back to Prep Rally, the podcast. This is a beautiful Wednesday, January the 20th, Inauguration Day in D.C. And uh, we are here to bring you some prep sports. We're going to talk a little basketball and a little wrestling. And I'm joined by Henry Apple and Rick Fires, and we're going to hold it down for you for, for about the next 30 or 40 minutes or so. Ricky, what you got going on way over there? We're, we're, we're also socially distanced. Um, when you have Rick Fires in the room, that's always a good thing. You want to be socially in whatever distance you can be. Well, last, last week we were outfielders. Today, as you can tell by my hat backwards, I'm the catcher. We got you at the hot corner, and we got the big stretch over here at first base. How do you spell backwards? Back curds, E R D S. <laughs> you go, got it. Hell, everybody knows that. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I want to see you try to put that on a smartphone or something like that, and see the spell check. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. You, if, if you can do it on a flip phone, I can do it, but I don't know anything about no smartphone. <laughs> Ricky still carries that big bag phone with him. He's but he still make phone calls with it. Absolutely, absolutely. That's like my barber shop that I used to go to. Still had one of those rotary dial phones, and I thought, well, that's. First time I went there, I was like, that's really cool. They kept their own phone, you know, their old phone here, and I think it was maroon color. And that if that thing didn't ring one time, and they, they talked on it. Hey, I'm out in Prairie Grove, and they got that uh, phone booth. I just go in there and just make the phone call every once in a while just for the hell of it, just for the old days. That's great. That is fantastic. So, Henry, we're going to talk a little high school basketball today. We are – this is surprising. We're already five games or so into the conference uh, schedule here. And, uh, you know, here at January 20th, so we're rocking and rolling. We've, we've had a few bumps in the row. We've had a few games that have been uh, canceled due to COVID. And what that's done is it's going to make sure now it's inevitable there's going to be a conference tournament at the end of the season in the 6A West. Uh, but we kind of knew that was probably going to happen. There was going to be some COVID issues going on. And hopefully, um, you know, maybe maybe at some point we're going to get on the backside of this and, and – uh, get some sorts, uh, some sense of normalcy at some point. But right now we're still dealing with COVID issues. And uh, when teams have that enter their locker room, they have no choice but to, but to cancel. These games are not postponed. They're not going to be made up. They're just canceled. They go down as a did not play. And uh, so what you're going to see is a little imbalance in the conference standings. You're going to have some teams um, that uh, I don't know that anybody's going to get lucky enough, uh, Henry, to play all, uh, you know, all 14 or whatever many conference games there are. Um, but some teams may get close. Yeah, it, it's a case where uh, in the 6A West, there are, and I'm not trying to, you know, say one over the other, but I've noticed there's been a lot of more girls' games that have really been have. canceled than mm-hmm. the boys' games really have. that have been canceled. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Seems like the girls been hit a little harder uh, by this than the boys. Um, so, uh, but anyway, we're muddling along, and uh, when, we, when they hit a speed bump, we're, we're slowing down and going over it and, uh, and being cautious and doing what we need to do, Rick. And uh, we know there's going to be, at the end of the season, uh, not going to be like it was last year, Rick. They're, well, they're going to play this thing through. It's, it's going to get done. Yeah, like um, I think at least two or three times last few weeks, favorite girls, I show up for a, a boys-girl game or, you know, you sent me a text that, uh, no girls game tonight, and it's just uh, maybe that's two weeks in a row for Fayetteville. I, I can't keep track, but oh man, it's just I mean it's just horrible. But we're 2021. Today's inauguration day. Maybe we can turn the page. Uh, I don't know, man. We're just trying to be optimistic, but it it is just it's so tough for these kids. It is. Um, so on the girls' side, it's Bentonville and 
and then uh, it's it's you know it's after that it takes a little step down. Now Fayetteville, Henry, I covered uh, last Friday night. Went over to Bentonville. You graciously let me cover that game. And I tell you what, Fayetteville gave Bentonville all they wanted. Uh, Dowda had uh, Miriam Dowda. You know she signed with Baylor. She had thirty five, but for you know pretty much everybody else, you know Fayetteville did a good job of of uh, of Ding up on that. Um, and it was a, a really close game, really well played game. Seventy two sixty six final. Bentonville won it. Um, so, but, uh, but seeing how Fayetteville hung, hung in there with them, that gives, you know, that gives you some hope that there, it will be a, at least a contested race on the girls' side. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, these two teams are going to have to rematch later on down the road yep. and the rematch is in Fayetteville. It's in Fayetteville. So, That's correct. Uh, that'll make a, I could make some difference right there. You never know with the home court advantage, but I mean, you talk about home court advantage and you think, uh, Tuesday night, well, Bentonville just had this big win against uh, Fayetteville. Rogers could provide a trap. There was no trapping Bentonville last no, night. No, no, they uh, they they took care of business. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, one thing you you know we're allowed to uh, move around, cover different teams. I kind of like that. And uh, the team I've been impressed with on the girls' side is Springdale Harbor. My goodness, uh, I think they're going to make a, a run, make a challenge. Uh, uh, Patience. Uh, the big sophomore. Yep. I mean, she's very athletic. And of course, uh, Kaylin. Kaylin Coons, who's our uh, player of the week, dropping 37 and 31. What a week for her after she was honored for 1,000 points, and she's still a junior. Still a junior. And that's not even her best sport, I don't think. She's going to play uh, volleyball at UCA. Well, you but, can see Kim Jenkins over there, Rick. She was a highly successful coach at Valley Springs. Yes. Won a couple state championships, went head to head with our guy, Alan Barton. Uh, a few times, and uh, so she's finally putting her stamp on that program over at Harbor. Um, it's taken her a while to kind of change the culture and, and that kind of thing, but but uh, you can see uh, it's got a good young uh, nucleus of players to build around, and the two you just mentioned, and uh, and so that'll be uh, that'll be a, that'll be a program to, to watch for sure. Uh, you know, Bentonville. Uh, there's no question that when Dowda does graduate next year. Bentonville will, will definitely come back to the pack a little bit because you just don't have a 6'5 or 6'6 player of her ability, you know, yeah. walk in the halls at any mo at, at any time. So, you know, they'll have an adjustment, just like Fayetteville's had an adjustment with, yes. with Kariah Beck now at Memphis and, and yeah. Sasha Goforth at Oregon State, which, by the way, she had about 20 in a game, uh, Rick, last week. Um, so, Sasha did? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. uh, so Fayetteville uh, has having to learn uh, a new way to do things. And, and Rick, mm -hmm. I think you wrote about that a little bit with Claudia Bridges kind of yes. stepping up. She was a facilitator before. Now she's taking on more of a scoring role. Yeah. Um, Fayetteville started out a little bit slow um, with, with a key injury to Caroline Lyle. She was coming off of a big injury. She's still not 100%, but she had, I believe, 23 the other night against Bentonville. So you can see her getting a little bit better, a little stronger, a little bit more game-ready um, every game. And I continue to be impressed with Winter. Uh, uh, Beck. Beck, yes. A cousin. A cousin uh, yes. of Kariah. She yeah. uh, is just a young player, I think a sophomore. And in uh, her court presence, I was talking to Vic a little bit after the game. He walked by the scores table and said, that was, a, that was a good game, wasn't it? And I said, yes, it was. And I said, I continue to be impressed with number 14, uh, Beck, um, she uh, she sees the floor well, and uh, when she gets a little stronger, she go, she's going to be a really good player for Fayetteville. I like that, uh, the pass it on thing. Like you uh, talking about Claudia, when she first come in there, you know, she wasn't a scorer. It's her job to get the ball to the score. Now, she's a scorer, and she's helping these young guards. And, uh, you know, that's the way uh, Vic's got it going over there. He's a good coach, 
been at Shiloh, other places, and uh, uh, they just need a little bit more up front, I think. And but uh, they're they're a very good team. Now, Henry, I know you watched the 4A1 conference a little closer than the rest of us do. And, uh, boy, that, that on the girls' side, man, that Farmington-Harrison, that's going to be and, – and, and P. Ridge, you know, those are some heavyweight, heavyweight girls' programs right there. They're going to make deep playoff runs. And don't forget Shallow Christian and Gravit in this group. That's right. You know, that's five teams. Only four go to regionals. Only four are going to make it Somebody out. is going to get left out of that. And, you know, we have mentioned about uh, COVID and how it has affected the 6A West. It is really taking a turn to the 4A West Conference Tournament, uh, or the 4A1 Conference Tournament, because what they're going to do the week of the tournament, they're going to start it early and – Where's it being played at? Well, they're going to play at the uh, the higher seed. Will get to host the oh, game. Okay. And I started looking at it. And I, I started looking at the brackets. And I said, "Wait a minute! All these uh, games are at six o'clock, and of course they they could be at different venues." Right. What they're going to do? So I called one an AD, and I said, "Hey, what's going to happen if let's say the same school is hosting both nights? You know, both games that night." Well, then he goes to tell me if. The host school, if the visiting school is uh, the visiting teams are from the same school, they'll just bring them and let a game be played later. Yeah. However, let's say okay, Pea Ridge gets the number two seed out of the West. Right. I'm just throwing that out there because there's a lot of basketball to be played. Right. Right. Uh, but let's say the girls are going to host Farmington or okay, and then the, but the boys are going to host Berryville. Okay. They're only going to play one game that night. They're going ah. to push the the other Second. game back a day and push the entire tournament back a day. Okay, that's why right now, as it stands right now, the championship games are Thursday. So, so Henry, only by a fluke coincidence could the boys and girls of one school and the boys and girls of another school match up. It's going to be that, some that interesting would, yeah, twist. That would that could only take a fluke uh, coincidence for that to happen. So what you're saying is there's going to be one game played on Monday night at Gym A or, or whatever, and and that's going to be it. And then the next night, one game and one game and one game. Yeah, yeah you'll have one boys game somewhere, one girls game somewhere. Right. We, you know, we have to wait for the, the the regular season to play its way out before right. uh, see what the matchups are going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we know that the girls, uh, you know, are really strong um, in the region. We know Greenwood um, is a threat, you know, in 6A, and they're, you know, defending 6A, you know, champions. They're loaded. They're going to be good again. I'm sorry, 5A. Uh, they're loaded, and they're going to be good again, and they're going to be a factor. We know Bentonville, um, you know, is going to be in there. Northside girls are 15-1 are after their win last night against Cabot. Um, another another big game for Jersey Wolfenbarger. She had 21 for Northside. She had, I believe, 16 in the first quarter. Um, and so wow. they're rolling. But I tell you what, uh, we're going to jump over to the boys a little bit. The Northside boys seem to kind of be coming together a little bit. They got a big win last night at home against Cabot. So they're quietly 3-2 and two now in the conference. But one thing I noticed absent from the box score last night, Rick, is Tamari Relaford was not listed in the box score for, for Northside. Man, I, I I don't I can't even comment on that. I, I don't I don't know how all that's working out. Yeah, he he uh, he was not listed in the box score. Uh, Jacob Joe, he is the younger brother of Isaiah he Joe. Twenty seven. He hit twenty seven. Uh, six of those were three pointers. 
Wow. So, hey, he can – there's more people in the family that's got the hot hand yep. on the outside. Yep. Um, I, I noticed some new names there at the north side. They, they must have a young team as they, well. I think they do. Um, I had a good a chance last Friday night again. I, I covered the girls' game, and, and uh, that was a great game. It was a great headliner the other night, Fayetteville uh, at Bentonville. But the boys' game was the marquee game. It was for the two teams that were, at the time, both 3-0 and in the conference going into that game. Henry, this was – Bentonville dominated Fayetteville. They, and there's no other way to put it. They dominated this game. You know, before the game, uh, of course, we did our notebook last week, and I talked to Dick Reppy about it. And after talking to him, you know, sometimes as, as sports writers, we get a feeling that, you know, you know, we make predictions sometimes. And I got the feeling that Bentonville could win this game, but I didn't see a 24-point victory coming wow. anywhere. I was thinking more single digits. Yeah. It, uh, it was a close game, relatively close game, uh, Rick, in the first half, and coming out of the, the break at halftime was still a pretty close game. But what turned the tide, Bentonville won on a 12-2 run to close the third quarter, and uh, they, they, I mean, they basically took control of the game. And, and uh, boy, I tell you what, I was the first time I've gotten to see him play, uh, I think. Um, I guess he may have played a little varsity last year, Jalen Lee, I don't know. But this was the first time I really got a chance to see him play a lot and I was highly impressed with him. You get Jalen Lee together with Harrison Hicks, uh, Hayden Shanks, Abel Hutchinson, yep. and the, the list goes on and on. This is a very deep Bentonville team. It is. It and is. Man, if you get all got all these guys hitting it once, look out. Bentonville could make a serious run. Now I tell you what, Rick, I was real happy. Um, it was almost like a normal game. Uh, there was a large crowd there. I, did they exceed the number they were supposed to have? I don't know. You know what? I don't care. I'm not counting the crowd. Uh, everybody that I saw had their mask on, and, and uh, they were still loud. And uh, it was the first time that I've seen, uh, you know, a, a good-sized crowd at a game, you know, like that. And uh, the governor was there, by the way. So if they violated anything, the governor was there to see it. He was there to watch his grandson play, and uh, he put Can on the show. A, is he going to get my pardon through? Or, well, or? he's he's Rick. I hate he, to tell you this. He's you you're way down the list. Oh man, I yeah. was counting on that. <laughs> hey, let me tell you that tra transition. Uh, now I've had hangovers before, only once a year on what? New Year's Day. Yeah, I've had a few hangovers on New Year's Day, but. Fable, they had a big-time hangover, I think not did. literally, I think, Rick, they were still licking they their were, wounds. I think they were. They, uh, were. they were very, very sluggish, especially in that first half. Uh, the normal crisp passes were that were not there. Guys missing open jump shots. Nothing against Springdale. Springdale really played Fable um, tough last night. Uh, Fable won the game 57-55 last night. But, uh, man, Fable just, uh, they didn't have it. But somehow they came out with the win. And how many times we've seen, when I was talking to Brad Stamps, how many times have we seen that in sports where one loss can lead to two losses? It can. can lead to three losses. And and, 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 and Fable's fortunate to get out of that one. I talked to, I talked to Brad about that um, Friday night. And uh, I said, Brad, how do you – first of all, it's just one game. How, but how do you get the kids to understand it's just one game? How do you, how do you spit this game out, yeah. you know, spit it in the trash can and move on um, and he said, "Well, that's a really good question." And he said, "That's what our kids have to have to have to do is they can't let this multiply." And they almost, almost, almost happened last I night. I saw. I mean, yeah. Springdale outplayed them, but uh, Fable and Matt Wayman, 
a senior. Uh, uh, Brad had been there, been, uh, done that. He made some big plays at the end. Uh, Springdale kind of felt sorry for him. They threw the ball out of bound. They had a traveling call. But, man, uh, so that was an escape, great escape for Fayetteville. Well, I'll tell you what, Fayetteville may have won the game, but no player, and I mentioned this in my video this week, Prep Rally video, no player in the 6A West has a better name than Dominique Hurton. That is a great name. That's a kid from Springdale. What a great basketball name that is. I wish he'd spell it with an O, though. I mean, yeah. every, I mean it's with an A. Dominique with, with an A. Dominique Wilkins with an O. Let's go. <laughs> but, but that's my only little gripe about that because we're going to get it wrong in the paper. The spell check's going to correct it. But, no, that, love that name. What a great name. name. That's a great name. That's a great basketball name. So, Henry, looking at the rest of the, the – uh, dropping down the classifications a little bit um, – you know, what are you seeing on the boys' side in, the, in some of the lower classifications? I see in – of course, I know pretty much the 4A1 because the, I have the coaches sending me scores. That's another dogfight coming up. Oh, it up. is. It it's, really you, is. You see Farmington now all of a sudden with Lane Taylor, this freshman that can uh, score from just about anywhere if he wants he is, to. He's, he's Matt, Matthew Wilson 2.0. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> now, let, let me take it because I covered that game over at Huntsville – and I didn't see him in the first. He was on the court, but they were doing something defensively. But uh, Lane, man, in the last five, six minutes, uh, he was very aggressive. He made his free throws. He was going aggressively to the basket. He pulled it out for What a good team. Uh, uh, says something about this kid's talent when a freshman, uh, everybody gets on his back and he wins the game for him. But um, they, uh, Huntsville was on him. For a while, and Huntsville played them really tough. Like uh, you saying, a dog fight. I mean, Huntsville could easily won that game, but Lane Taylor and the Cardinals pulled it out. Yeah. And then they turn around and uh, played Saturday against Berryville, handed Berryville its first conference loss. So now you have Farmington with one conference loss. You have Berryville with one conference loss. Hiding in the shadows in this group is Prairie Grove. There you go. And I was about to say that. Loss. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Quietly. Yeah. Quietly, they're laying yeah. in the weeds. They've won like four of the last five yep. I checked this morning. Coach, Coach Edmiston has his boys laying in the weeds over there, boys. Yeah. And I tell you what, they're like a rattlesnake. You're going to step on them and you're going to get bit. Yep. So that's really good. I yeah. uh, also want to mention uh, Tuesday night, I don't want to forget this, um, and down in Class A, David Farrell, our guy that we, you know, we love, longtime coach at West Fork at the Tiger Dome. Um, he's now at the new school in Fayetteville. He won his 600th career senior boys game. Now, Rick, he hadn't padded his stats like with junior high wins and, and none of the U of O wins. And oh, he didn't that. count the college wins? He didn't count them. So well, this I've done is, that. This yeah. is 600 uh, career senior high boys wins. Wow. And they're battling for the conference championship in the 1A1 with the county line. Um, they're both, I believe, tied. County line put a whooping on them. Um, in overtime down there last week. but Oh, uh, Branch boys? They did. The boys oh, from Branch, Branch put, put a whooping yeah. on the new school guys. But um, the new school boys bounced back with a big win the next night um, against a pretty good Ozark Catholic team. They were coming on a little yep, program. Yep, coming on. Yep. And so uh, that's a fun little conference, the 1A1. I don't know if it's West or not. Henderson. West it is because uh, the East you have Jasper, Deer, Omaha, and that group over there. Gotcha, gotcha. Is uh, Peyton Manning the coach at Omaha? Omaha, Omaha. I remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so some good basketball going on. Again, it is January 20th, so we still got a lot of good regular yeah. season to play. The conference tournaments for the 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A schools will be held toward the end 
Well, February's not very long. Is there a yeah. – there's not really a middle, is there? Yeah. Yeah. They'll but actually the start right is... around Valentine's Day. I yeah. think the, like the 4A1, they're going to start their tournament on uh, that Saturday the 13th. Gotcha. So, Valentine's Day, that come up again this year? Yeah. It seems it, like we gosh. have that every well, year, Rick. Man. I, there's some things that COVID can't even hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you hadn't, hadn't put your order in for your flowers yet, Ricky, you need I, I, to do that. I think I still got them out in the garage. Listen, Maybe you I can't go up. by the cemetery and pick up flowers off of some fresh grave. You got to go get your own oh, this time. Okay. All right. All See, right. Gov- I'll, work, I'll work something out. Governor, you need to keep that pardon in your back pocket because <laughs> Ricky might need it. Um, so, got that going on. Now, we want to skip over to a little bit of wrestling. Got some wrestling going on this weekend, and, and uh, uh, they've really suffered some losses in wrestling. Obviously, wrestling is a full contact sport. You know, you, yes. You can't, you know, I don't even think you could wear a mask on the wrestling mat. You'd probably get it ripped right off, and they're not going to hit you with a steel chair or anything, but you could get the mask ripped off ripped off or whatever. I did find this interesting, that wrestlers wrestle on the mat. They grapple. They land on each other and pinning each other down, and they're not doing like my big brother did me, Rick, and, and, and threatening a loogie in my face, but they're it's close Ooh. to that. Uh, <laughs> but then when they get done, they're like, okay, boys, now you can't shake hands. <laughs> so so yeah, they've been handling it, you know, grabbing each other and all that. Then they don't yeah. shake hands. Don't I shake mean, hands. Uh, so yeah, I'll let you guys figure the logic out on that. But anyway, yeah, of all the sports right there, that's the one that you you know you're kind of concerned about. You can't you can't social distance in wrestling. You can't, no, you can't. Uh, but the conference tournament is this week, Friday and Saturday, over at Bentonville. The girls' portion of that's going to be held on Friday. The boys' portion will be on Saturday. They have cut their schedule a little bit this year where they've eliminated a couple of, I think, the dual state or something maybe. Some of the tournaments got got, got cut. Uh, but the whole thing is they want to wrestle at the state tournament. You know, that's that's the goal is yeah. to take it there and, and – uh, uh, you know, bless them. I hope that they get to, get to do that. If they do, that'll be toward the also the middle to the end of February in Little Rock. And uh, you know, I just uh, I just just hope for those kids that they can get to that state tournament and finish it out. Well, that's um, I don't know. I was talk, uh, calling around one of the coaches, and they were like four and one in conference, and and they said. Yeah, we only got about three or four more games, and then we start the district. And I said, "Oh my goodness, uh, that you know, because we so focused on football for such a long time." And uh, and one of my coach, I can't remember who it is, saying they start like February sixteenth, yeah. district or regional. Yeah. So we're not too far off from that, are we, Henry? No, not at all. And, and you you start talking to some of these teams that's really suffered losses. Now in the six A West, they've already said, "Hey, we're just going to cancel games. We're going to go straight to the tournament." Right. It's not that way for the smaller schools who they're already – Yeah, we've no. seen some Wednesday games and some Saturday games and, and things like yeah. Well, you just alluded to one. Uh, in fact, Berryville Farmington played on Saturday last week. Right. And, and Elkins played on Saturday too, didn't they? I believe so. Yeah. 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 So, and then you have a team like uh, Bergman's girls right now, 21-1, leading the 3A1 wow. conference. But they have not played in about a week and a half because of – COVID. COVID. Now they're going to try, right before conference play, make up all these games. Yeah, and that's uh, oh. and you can say what you want, and they are young. Lord, I can't remember what it's like to be that young, but still running for for however many minutes in a game, it does take its toll on you. If you you know you try to get over, you know, try to overload them, it, it will take its toll. Kids, you know, they lose their legs, and that and their the perimeter game, there it goes. Yeah. Especially like a conference, a real important conference game on Tuesday, and you got to play either that a uh, non-conference or something else on a Monday or Wednesday. Or make a I don't game. care if you're 18 yeah. years old or 16. That's that's tough. It is. It is tough. Um, so 
we will, uh, of course, keep you up to date on all of the, uh, you know, the tournaments and things going on. Um, Henry, I don't know if we mentioned this last week or not. We may have. It might have been. I don't think it was decided till Thursday, though. Fayetteville did make a bid and got awarded the bid for the 6A Boys and Girls State Basketball Tournament. Yes. Uh, they, they got that. I don't remember now. It seems like Ozark got the 4A North Regional, I believe. Uh, I'm looking at it. God, I brought it up here real quick. Uh, I'll just run through the list yeah, here. Yeah. State tournaments will have, uh, which will be held the week of March the second. Gotcha. Six uh, A. We've already mentioned Fayetteville. Five A will be in Hot Springs. Four A will be in Moralton. Okay. Three A will be in Clinton. Two A in Melbourne. And 1A at Greersbury Westside. And these are your state tournaments. But yeah. re- before we get to that, we have regional tournaments. And, Henry, just, just the ones that affect the Northwest Arkansas schools. Exactly. The 4A North will be at Ozark. The Hillbillies. Which, you know, great facility. And I don't have to mention Rivertown. Oh, Barbecue. you do not have to. You can mention it if you want to, but you don't have to. Yeah. But I'd think less of you if you didn't. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the 3A Region 1 will be at Bergman. Now, this 3A Region 1, that will be the teams that will be like Waldron. Yeah, you'll have the 3A4 and the 3A1 all meeting together, and they're going to play it at Bergman. So. Charleston, Waldron, uh, that that group, Boonville Boys, pretty good. Yeah. So that'll be a great regional. And you said where's that at, Henry? Bergman. At Bergman. Okay. So uh, the 2A West will be at Magazine. Okay, all right. And the 1A Region 1, which would be our 1A1 West and 1A1 East. So County Line, New School, yeah. uh, that group. That group. That one has to be determined because nobody bid no for it. No one bid. Uh, I think Winslow should get it, Rick. What about you? Chester. Chester. Yeah. Chester, I'm even better. Chester. Even better. Play even in the better. tunnel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. play in the tunnel. I like that. Hey, we sat in the tunnel for about few hours one we time, did coming, coming, coming back, back from our media day yeah, yeah we did accident we thought we were going to get to tailgate there we had had the cooker ready to go but then they got traffic moved yeah. we had to shut it down and then and, and baseball will have the 6a state tournament at fort smith boys where it was supposed to be last year boys i can't wait for y'all to see what hunts well yeah you saw it though didn't you henry you didn't though no did i you? didn't you didn't see it but we went down there for the media day that we had for football so rick you got a chance oh, to yes. see it but henry hadn't seen it it's going to you're not going to believe it. And then, that's the Impressive. only one that's going to be in our coverage area. Regional tournaments. The 4A North will be at Harrison. Gotcha. The 3A Region 1 will be – Valley Springs will be the host at school, Harrison, but it will be played at Harrison. Harrison, okay. So you're going to get to see two tournaments at once there. That, okay. That'll make things interesting. Okay. Uh, the 2A West, again, no bid. No so bid. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, and Region 1 – and 1A, also no bid. No bid. How about softball, Henry? Softball. Our 6A schools are going to have to go to Cabot. So. Okay. I, I was hoping that Rogers was going to get one of those so they could see those facilities, but they may not be ready to host yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But uh, So Cabot for the 6A softball. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only one going to be in our area, coverage area. Regional tournaments, 4A North Harrison, 3A Region 1 Valley Springs, uh, the 2A West, again, no bid, and – one A one no bid. Ah, uh, well, they're gonna uh, have to get with it. Yeah, soccer, six A will be at Springdale. One will be at Springdale High School. The other at Springdale Harbor. Good, 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 good. That'll be some great soccer. Uh, you know, Northside boys will probably be really good. 
Um, you know, we, we know Springdale boys will be good. We know Bentonville will be good. Yeah, Northside will be really good. So that will be some great soccer. So 5A will be at Siloam Springs. The 4A will be at Harrison. Gotcha. Uh, 3A, they're looking for a host. Yep. The interesting one. What about 1A soccer? <laughs> uh, no, no 1A soccer. Gotcha. What about eSports? Uh, Rick, well, you're hosting that. You're, 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 you're hosting that at your house. That's not a sport. Call <laughs> it whatever you want. But don't call it a sport. Uh, Super, Rick, you don't think Super Mario Kart's a sport? No. <laughs> Donkey Kong? No. No. What about pinball? Not Pac-Man. Nothing. No. <laughs> so you got to get up. You got to get up and get off the run ca- a little bit. You got to get off the couch for it do to be something. A sport. There you go. You haven't played Wii Sports, have you? Yeah. That'll you can get a workout on that one. There you go. Especially on the boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so in track and field, only two schools are two of the state meets received hosts. Only two classifications. Six yeah. A will be at Rogers Heritage. Okay. And the three A at Prescott. Prescott. The others. Okay. Are open, including the meet of champs. So that you, you, was uh, Henry. You were campaigning for that. You still didn't get that, uh, that done. You had to get the bid in time. You're and off so, the campaign team. Yeah, Henry, you're, you're off. You're, so you're, you're you're back to the you're back to to uh, putting out yard signs. Yeah. So and <laughs> but the decathlon and heptathlon will be at Fayetteville, there May nineteenth and twentieth. That's always a good event. We'll we'll be wanting to cover that. For Isaiah sure. Isaiah said there's Satanga. Yep. Yeah. Who got That's an offer? Just watch him. Yeah, he got a Tennessee offer the other day. I don't know if it's still you know any good since they don't have a coach now. But uh, but he got an offer. Nah, he's got a bunch of them. He does. Yeah. He does. So that is your wrap up on who got awarded what bids. And uh, we've talked a little basketball, and I can't think of anything else to talk about, Ricky. As long as you know, I mean, you got anything else? No, anything I'm intelligent? Just, well, that answers that question. No, no. I'm just uh, here. We are hump day. Want to get a good meal, uh, get a little tidy, and get ready for our weekend games. Rick did learn today something new. Rick learned the difference between winter shorts and summer shorts. Chip is sitting here with shorts on, but but it's winter. Shorts, shorts because, oh, because you got a pullover on. That's right. That's right. Got to get our fashion. Got to get our fashion okay. fashion thing going here. So that's the difference in winter shorts and summer shorts. The winter shorts includes a pullover, a long sleeve oh, okay. pullover, and summer shorts. In your case, Rick, please tell me that you have a really cool tank top that you wear. Uh, I, I, I got the. Uh, I don't want to tell you what I got. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this week's show prep rally the podcast. Lord, if you didn't get any smarter after this show. I don't, I don't have a lot of hope for you. It ain't our fault. Better luck next time. Better luck yeah. next time. So thanks for joining us. For Henry Apple and Rick Fires. I'm Chip Sousa. Thanks for being with us, and we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.